Hello everyone, welcome to Nerdy People Play D&D, where we play games with pens, paper, dice, and our imagination. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to Nerdy People Play Dungeons and Dragons, where we are playing Power Out... Oh, yeah, sorry, Josh can't talk. Uh, we are playing Power Outage with our good friend Beebs. Hello. How are you, Beebs? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Much much better than usual after I sorted out the issue with Audacity, which... <sighs> yes. I'm very sorry to anyone who listened to last week's episode. It is now fixed. So it's all working hunky-dory. And now I've even updated Audacity so I don't have to convert from WAV to MP3 and then back and then jump around and spin three times, um, which is really good for Josh's mental health. Um, everyone else, how are we all doing? Good. Yeah, doing well. I'm feeling currently a lot like Kiddo last week of being hyped up on sugar, so. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, Beebs, can you recap um, where we were, what we're doing? Certainly. Uh, so, when we last left off, um, the team, and please refresh my memory on the name. I, I know Blunder, but I don't remember the Blunderbolts. Blunder. The Blunderbolts. Oh, wait, no, Blunderbolts. Not... I was going to go with Blunder Cats suddenly, and I realized that's wrong. <laughs> Just change it every <laughs> week, Josh. <laughs> Blunder and Lightning. The Blunderbusters arrived at the uh, Gorbachev Diner uh, in just in time to do battle with uh, nefarious breakfast foods. Uh, and that is quite literal. They actually did fight some breakfast themed monsters um and then upon beating them um they met up with a new character a detective uh by the name of boris bearclaw um who is actually himself quite partial to bearclaws uh on a completely unrelated note um there was uh, many puns thrown about and um there was discussion and investigation to determine the um, eater of pancakes um, the only breakfast not to change to a uh, um, to a monster um, the team uh, gathered their uh, I guess uh, cognitive might and applied it to the uh, problem and finally determined that it was Mr. Blue uh, who was eating the pancakes. And we left off with the cliffhanger if that was accurate or not. And I can report to you that it was. So congratulations. You have solved my Ooh. breakfast puzzle. <laughs> we completed the children's puzzle. Yeah. Yes. Huzzah. I feel very similar to Homer Simpson in that episode where they're driving to the funeral and he's just repeatedly failing that maze. <laughs> so, um, with that, the uh, Boris takes the information down and he informs you all that he's going to put out an APB or um, the, um, I guess, whatever similar function is available uh in the Atamia Zavad, uh, uh, 
to look for Mr. Blue, and he assures you that when you do arrive, or when or if you do come to the uh, security station, uh, they'll probably have him in custody, um, ready for your interrogation. Um, with that, he asks uh, you to continue your investigation, and he does have some suggestions for you. Um, there are three possible locations that he'd love for you all to uh, visit. One, of course, being the security station itself, where you can will hopefully be able to interrogate Mr. Blue and or look up whatever case files they have available to uh, you uh, regarding uh, Breakfast. Uh, and then there's two other locations that he'd love for you guys to check out, and that would be uh, Professor Mendeleev's uh, apartment and Professor Mendeleev's lab, both of which um, seem to be of interest. Um, so take it away. Um, where would you like to go? Hmm. I, I like the idea of the lab. Go play around with some cool toys. I was I was gonna say either his lab or his um, apartment, and see if I could sniff something out. So I'll I'll head along with Kiddo and go to the lab, and then we can hit the apartment after. Sounds good. Oh, are we splitting up? Or are we not going as a group? Oh, I think we I should go know. as a group. There are just so <laughs> I I definitely think just so you know it's probably actually a good idea. Just so you know, there are no, um, it's fine to go as a group, and it's fine to split up. There is no onus of splitting the party in power outage. It's okay. <laughs> you know, whenever the dungeon master says, no, 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 you can split up, it'll be fine. Oh, it's no, cool, no it's problems. okay. Yeah, yeah, you'll be okay. That's yeah. never been yeah. true. Yeah. I'm not that nefarious. <laughs> You are movie. smiling, Beebs. <laughs> okay, that's, that's accurate, man. Uh, all right, so, um, sorry, so are all of you going to the lab, or are some of you going to the lab, or which one am I killing first? I mean, uh, which one? <laughs> no. <laughs> Just Safety in numbers, let's all go to the lab, plus okay. also... I would like to go to the lab. I'm pretty okay. sure if we let them go into a lab, just kiddo and bombardier... There probably won't be a lab later for us to go and look at, or for the professor to come back to. I mean, you are absolutely out of our nice. characters, and I hate to say this. Tyler's character is probably closer to a functional adult than mine is. <laughs> I've put that out there. <sighs> That's the nicest thing you've ever told, you've ever said about me. I know, man. I'm. <laughs> yep. Promised myself I wouldn't cry. Party on. All right. To the lab. All right. To the lab. To the lab you go, and as you arrive, um, there. Oh, but before you do, I'm sorry. Uh, Boris offers you a uh, a little bit of additional assistance. Um. You are able to, um, well, depending on how you're getting there, um, the, 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 the Tanya Zavad security forces are somewhat at your disposal. Um, they will be there, uh, available to you to um, 
make any arrests that you need to. Now, the, the, they're fine with arresting um, any normal uh, uh, people, but anybody that displays any kind of super-powered heroic things, they, they kind of tend to stay out of. They, you know, they, they, they know where to draw the line and let superheroes do their superhero thing. Um, so, so you're essentially saying we've got the police on our side and carte blanche just to start arresting people left, right, and center. Yes. Um, hmm. So, um, the... Uh, but by no means will this power go to any of our heads. No, I should say this. <laughs> I should say this much. Um, the, uh, the... The the rules for... Um, for... Uh, the rationale for bringing a person in for questioning, at the very least, is not as uh, strict. Uh, in fact, he would say that you, you just have to prove that they any witnesses are being um, dishonest on a couple occasions, and that would probably be enough to, uh, you know, validate bringing them in. Okay. Okay. So the, the, there's a condition or two. There's a That's probably a good thing. <laughs> um, okay. So sh should we head to the lab, like in like a cool squad car with the sirens on? Oh, why do you have to do that? <laughs> Shotgun. Yeah. Uh, are you are you tall enough to ride in the front seat? Don't you need a booster seat? No. Okay. <laughs> Fine. I'll sit in the back. So sorry about that. But Bombardier would stick in the back, like you know, head out the window. <laughs> sorry about this. One second. My wife is. Great radio. Sorry about this. You can cut this all out. That's all right. This is this is this is why we have editing. Yes. Mr. Nice Guy, would you like to ride in the front? I mean, Mr. Nice Guy is our leader. Like, can't believe I'm the leader. Yep. This is bad. You're in charge. I mean, I mean, we, we can't we always crash, be Tyler. Crashing your building. <laughs> like, the the yeah. jet is yours. You are the Iron Man of this group. You are the leader. You make. I mean, yeah, man. Like, that's fair. That's that. That is that is true. Does that make um, Bombardier the Hulk? Yes. Yes. As, and then, as long as kiddo. as long as I'm not the Hawkeye. Mm. Awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was most of us just I trying mean... to figure out, like, what would you be? Uh, okay. Bombardier punch. So uh, <laughs> you arrive at Mendeleev's um, lab, and it is a scene of chaos. The security forces have actually already arrived on scene in advance. Um, what they, uh, what you see upon entering is that there is a, um, a, a security uh, a guard in the front that is um, completely maple syrupy glued to her desk with her hand just barely reaching a, a uh, alarm button. Um, 
So she was able Before to. Before Kiddo can get overexcited, I grab him and restrain him. Roll a. No. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll have you. The no. both of you roll a d20 and an impact score. Let's see who gets higher. Okay. Well, so just one, one other thing I want to do. I want to be able to, like, do that entrance where I stride past, like, you know, the p- the police line and it just, like, you know, snaps around me and someone says, like, hey, hey, you cannot be here. You cannot be here. And then I, without looking at him, I hold up an envelope and say, take it to the judge. And it may not even be, like, a, like a, it, it might just be, like, you know, a shopping list or something. So, yeah, I, I wanted to do that. But uh, my impact roll... Do you do the uh, scene from Lethal uh, Weapon where you go, Diplomatic Community? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's South African, not Russian, right. or Slavic in any way. But for, 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 the, uh, for, for people listening at home, I just rolled a nine, which is not very good. Whoa. Uh, 14 total. Um, okay. okay uh, you are very interested in that maple syrup netting, um, but... Uh, you are also fully aware that that would breach some severe uh, uh, social boundaries um, for this security guard. Um, so I'll say that with the combination of, uh, of that restraint, you are able to hold back from uh, any attempt uh, for now. Um, you're, you do kind of linger back to that. Uh, from time to time. Can I, like, just, like, slide a finger across the desk or something? I'll allow it. Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the other thing that you note, uh, as you make your way through this maelstrom of security guards and, um, and old-timey reporters taking large, um, you know, snapshots of the scene from behind... Uh, caution tape is a path of destruction that leads almost that was here before I got here (laughs) I'm pretty sure and and it's very easy to know that it's not you because it leads straight to a back wall uh, a safe where the, the doors are kind of like ripped open and um, right next to the safe, there is a comically shaped hole in the wall that looks much like a a large man um, with a square-shaped head had passed through it. Um, and the one, the final thing that I'll say that you notice as you're first coming into this place is a man uh, sitting with the little kind of like um uh what are the what are reflective kind of blankets that they use in these situations um but the odd thing about him is that he glows a bright orange uh, oh and um you also you can look around too and ask questions about what else might you might see uh in the office things like that okay um so how do you want to proceed I want to proceed nose to ground, bottom in the air, trying to sniff out anything that 
smells wrong. Like, see if I can get a general idea of, like, the scents that are about this place and see if I can figure out which would be who. Okay. okay. Is that a yes. power roll? roll? Like? Yeah, power, because that'll be perception. Roll uh, power perception. Uh, so d20 plus uh, your power. Four. Four. Okay. Um, the, si the smell of maple syrup is reminiscent of your uh, Canadian, I believe it's Canadian. Uh, he, he is Canadian. Yes, back so here. the smell of maple syrup is definitely sending you back into these journeys uh, into your childhood uh, so much so that it is distracting you from these other scents. You do however get a um, a whiff of something as you approach um, the uh, the uh, safe area um, something that is somewhat like you, you smell something that's kind of off-putting but you don't necessarily know what it is especially with a four <laughs> yeah with a four I'm lucky I got anything you get the hint of something Okay. Um, now as you walk in and are walking about this lab you also do walk past a couple other uh, things. You you walk past uh, Professor Mendeleev's office as well as um, a darkened alcove um, shortly past it where there is a uh, water cooler. I, I'd, I'd like to jump onto the chair in, behind his desk and spin around in it. In uh, Professor Mendeleev's office? Or, or, yes. or the you know the lab assistant's chair or the security uh, which the 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 big boss's office fantastic okay so you're going into um professor mendeleev's office um yeah. so the door uh is closed um when you enter it um and sure enough you jump on and spin around in his chair uh in the office it's kind of dim in there uh, you see a uh, fairly okay by by the you know by the um, typical standards of um, the Atomia Zavad. Uh, it is a fairly decent PC that he has set up there. Um, so yeah, there is a, there's some uh, a PC there uh, in his office. Uh, not much else. It's pretty Spartan, other than that. A couple, uh, you know, filing cabinets that look disused and things of that nature. Right. Is the uh, is the laptop on already? Uh, the desktop comes to life when you uh, tap on a key, I guess, and you uh, see a lock screen. Um, now I'll describe some of this lock screen Ooh. to you. Um, there is a section on the left a zone on the left that says deactive and a zone on the right that says active um, on the left in the deactive zone there is a uh, three um, icons that can be dragged to a, uh, a uh, transportation module in the center 
uh, of the screen. And it seems like this is a very complex, overly unnecessarily uh, method for unlocking this computer. Um, do you want to pursue further? Does anybody else want to do anything? I don't want to just monopolize. Yeah. Um, Mr. Nice Guy is going to take a look around the desk and see if there's any uh, obvious sticky notes or such. Um, someone might leave to remember how to get into their computer. Roll a d20 plus uh, your okay. power. D, d20 plus mm -hmm. two. And I got a six. six. Um, <laughs> you uh, do your general search. Uh, you open up a drawer and you see a bunch of keys uh, there. Um, you're not sure what they are or anything like that. Um, other than that, there's just the screen blinking. You don't know where else that you might look for things. Okay. I mean, if you have anything specific that you want to like look at, then you can say that, and uh, and um, I'll let you do it. I guess I would like to look more at the icons. What did they look like, and which sides sure. they're on? Uh, so the three icons are located on the deactive zone. Um, there are three icons situated in three slots uh, in the deactive zone and then there is an active zone which is empty that also has three slots. One icon is um, from your somewhat familiar workings with um, computer systems uh, in the Italian Zavad is uh, a portal access token. This is a uh, a device that allows you to open unlock uh, computers. Uh, the next one is a uh, decryptor token. The decryptor token is what you need to unlock the portal access token as it will decrypt the lock. Um, and the last icon is an inhibitor token, which is very important because if um, you leave a decryptor running without an inhibitor, it will uh, eventually corrupt. Uh, it will corrupt the uh, computer. So you can't leave that active at the same time uh, that a decryptor is there if the portal token has not been opened. Mm. So I believe this is some sort of puzzle. We have to activate them in the right or correct order. Mr. Nice Guy gestures to the room. And I guess mostly Phantom. Hey. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Looking around, I'm just like, okay, so we have three different things. You mostly have told us what these are for, but also... Which ones did you say were inactive? They're all inactive. They're currently all mm -hmm. inactive. The decryptor opens the portal access. The yep. inhibitor inhibits the decryptor. Um, if you um, have the decryptor and the portal access opened at the same time, 
you can ruin the computer um, without the uh, inhibitor there. Um, if you leave them there, uh, they will, you know, the decryptor will not only decrypt the portal access, but it'll also decrypt all other information and security measure will go off and start wiping the computer. So you can't leave them alone on, in the active zone, nor can you leave the inhibitor or the decryptor alone in the active zone. Okay. Um, who wants to try and figure this out without potentially wiping all of the good doctors, like research? The bombardier is not going to volunteer for this. <laughs> Part of me is like, um, well, we need the portal open. So maybe we just have to do this very quickly one at a time and hope that it actually functions that way. Because um, past that, I don't actually know how we can get through all of that. That's right. And here, let me uh, let me see if I could pull up a visual aid for you so that I could throw in the uh, the Slack chat. Nice. Uh, Tours break fast. Links. Additional artwork. Uh, data puzzle. Do, do, do. Screen. Open. Upload. And hopefully that should be sending to you shortly. Hopefully I sent you the... Yes. There we go. Okay. So for those at home listening, because this is a, you know, like an, an, an audio medium and all that, what we have is a rectangle. Now, on one side, we have white icons being a padlock, a blender, and like a, a cog with a wrench in the middle. On the right... There are three blue empty squares. The things on the left are being described as deactive. On the right, it says activated. So can we get the... Uh, I've just had a mental blank. This is really good. Wow, I'm really in character. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it doesn't help you guys. Can we get the rules of yeah. the puzzle described again yes is that what yes that's asking? yeah that's what i'm after okay like which icon means what yeah and how they interact well the cryptor i'm assuming is the probably the blunder and that one's used to actually basically unlock the portal access so that's basically the door from what i understand the inhibitor token i'm going to guess is probably the gear icon thing. I would have assumed the lock. Mm -hmm. Why? Mm, I think the lock is what we're trying to okay. unlock. Yeah, I figured the portal access is the door. Like, the lock. And that one um, basically says, like, hey, we have to have that running with the inhibitor. Because if you have them, the inhibitor running just with the thing bites, over a prolonged period of time, it'll erase the computer. Okay. It's the decryptor that if you leave running and you need the inhibitor to make the decryptor not erase the other not erase the other so it's a matter of which one we like in what order do we place them 
Should we have a bit more of a look around? See if there's something else we can maybe get to clue us in on something. Um, how about okay. I'd like all of you to um, roll a d20 plus your powers. Okay. This is going to end. This is when I get a 20. 10. That would be amazing. 17. Uh, a 3. Sorry, who rolled the 17? The Phantom. Oh, the Phantom. Okay, the Phantom. Um, true to his uh, name and uh, the uh, level of anonymity that he displays uh, at times um, is familiar with the security uh, devices and is aware that um, doing an action will proceed be preceded with a warning before you you know if there is a a problem um, before corrupting a you know or before enabling that action you'll get a little bit of a warning it's like are you clip the the Soviet era clippy will come out <laughs> <laughs> oh no not Soviet Eric Clippy um, I think that's just called Clippy <laughs> um, we, oh, we had a training nice. thing here for Microsoft Teams recently <laughs> and they told us that look we, we, we take suggestions and, and votes on features that we should bring back for Teams and the number one suggestion that they say no not happening is Clippy um, I would like to throw out there too I rolled a modified 3 but it was a nat 1 so I don't know if there's uh, anything the DM would um, do with that you uh, smack the side of the screen thinking that this, it's mm. like I've seen this this is probably how it should work so you give it a good whack to the side and uh, it it, it um, makes a lot of weird noises that suggests that doing that again would not be a good idea. <laughs> oh, well, this this works at home every time, you know, when, when it's not turning, when it's not doing the thing, you just you just slap it. Unfortunately, um, unlike <laughs> other items... Bombardier pulls back his slapping hand. <laughs> Does anybody stop Bombardier from slapping this computer a second time? Wait, no, 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 no. <laughs> I thought it needed more slap. No. No, 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 no. no. Less, we, less I, I slapped it too much. Oh. Those were unhappy computer noises. Oh. Okay. Uh. And I put the slapping <laughs> hand down. I pick it up. Do it. Oh, no. You said no. We're just going to try no, this please. and see if it hopefully works better than the stuff I've done with real life computers. So let's throw the decryptor at it. Okay, so you move the decryptor over and everything seems fine. Um, what do you want to do next? I'm gonna... Wait, do I need the... Let's go with the inhibitor. Okay, you move the inhibitor over and then as your mouse... or as you... um release the uh, the the mouse um to drop it there it 
it um, gives you a warning um, saying um, both cannot stay activated or else okay bad things yes. happen I'll put that one back you'll put that one back okay yeah I would like the idea that it just says or else ominously <laughs> But let's go with the. It doesn't say what. Just you do not the run these applications then. at the same time, or else. Wonderful. <laughs> the open-endedness of this just makes it's it. <laughs> so let's try dragging the lock over to activate it. Uh, okay. Um, you do that, and it throws a warning up, saying, "Warning: um, Do not. Uh, you know, you should not." Leave both of Do these. Do not continue with what you're doing, comrade. Will lead to devastation and problems. Thank you, Josh. That is excellent. Specifically, <laughs> choice. Right, well, so let's put two back over in the active. <laughs> yes, it appears we do not need the decryptor first. Perhaps we should try the access yep. portal. Sure, let's. Try that one first. Uh, you move the access portal over. Nothing happens. I am okay, okay. with what you're doing so far. <laughs> and I'm still spinning in the chair. Oh, yep. I. How long until he starts throwing up? <laughs> Let's try the inhibitor and see if we can beat that clock. Uh, you move the inhibitor I over a... and uh, nothing happens. I am currently still okay. Okay, then let's try the last bit. The decryptor and see if maybe the door will open. You move the decryptor over and the all three activate successfully. Well done. Yay. I am now ready Yay. to do what you tell me to do. Fantastic. And, and uh, screed. By the way, comrade Professor Mendeleev, you are looking very fine today. Good man. Go get them. <laughs> Sorry. No, this is I'm brilliant. To realize no, this in, is in brilliant. Beeb's world. <laughs> Your voices are great. Uh, okay. So, uh, let's see here. What do you see? You see uh, two files open up. The two files become visible to you. Um, one is a file labeled um, security cameras and the other is a file named uh, personal journal or notes well um, I feel like I should probably look at the security cameras to see what happened Okay, so you open up the security camera footage and f you see uh, a scene unfold. Uh, the um, A blast occurs from the front of the door and as uh, the security guard reacts, a webbing shoots out at her and covers her entirely, sticking her to... Um, the desk mere inches away from the uh, the uh, the uh, alert button as she stretches out to try to touch it um, 
the camera switches, uh, the motion sensored camera switch, and you see uh, Breakfast strolling down the aisle, and it looks like he is, he has a distinct direction that he is going towards. However, he is bashing things with his atomic mallet pretty indiscriminately as he's moving forward. It doesn't seem like there is any purpose to his smashing um, that is like very apparent in the video. It seems um, pretty unnecessary since there isn't necessarily anything in his way. He could just walk there. Um, but then as he's approaching, uh, something interesting happens. Um, Mr. Orange, uh, or a man that glows orange, I should say, approaches him and starts communicating it with him. Um, you can't pick up anything that is said on the camera, but then after a short amount of time, they break, uh, and you see uh, um, Breakfast move, continue to move towards the back of the lab, um, where he opens up the... Um, uh, the the safe and without bothering even looking inside proceeds to smash his way through um, the wall meanwhile um, what you just got to say Bombardier loves this guy's style he's like mm. <laughs> taking notes taking notes taking notes uh, meanwhile uh, don't take notes from the bad guy <laughs> but he's good at smashing like that's that's what I do, but this is a good display of Smash. But he's not good, so don't take notes after him. Okay. There's plenty of good people you could take after. Okay. Like me. If you want to learn how to Smash. Kool-Aid man. Like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing uh, you notice is um, the uh, man that glows orange um, enters into an office Um and then shortly after, maybe about two or three minutes later, enters somewhat, exits the office somewhat irate. You see him like exiting the camera and then re-entering the camera. Seems kind of, kind of upset. But then as he looks and sees flashing lights um, through the hole that uh, um, Breakfast has left in the wall, he quickly rushes over to the darkened alcove and pretends to or lies down on the floor pretending to be unconscious. And that is um, when the security forces enter the scene and the security cameras cut off. I believe we really need to talk with that glowing fellow over there. I think we do. Isn't oh, this one wait here. green? And, and Bombardier stomps uh -oh. out, picks up Guy, brings him back over. Oh, Got him! Here. Did you, did you ask if you could pick uh, him up first? The, uh... That would explain why they were upset with me. Uh, you need <laughs> to ask people before you touch them, Bob. <laughs> and in real life, kids. Life was yes. Uh, Bombardier gently puts him down and says, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have made physical contact with you without asking. It was not okay, and I hope we can be friends. Holds out a hand. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, sure. It's good. You, you, we can be friends, of course, yes. How can I help you, heroes? 
Bombardier knows that he is done now. Like, I can interrogate a guy and he'll stay interrogated. <laughs> but I don't think that's the vibe we should be going for in this game. Do you mind telling us what happened here? Oh, it was, it was very alarming. I, uh... Uh, all of a sudden, there is a smashing, and the the big man he comes into the lab, he he smashes everything. I I uh, fearing for my life. I go to uh, area dark, you know, a dark spot, and I duck down and I hide. Um, but the sheer excitement of it all makes me uh, unfortunately uh, pass out. Well, that's very interesting. Well, I would not describe it as interesting as much as absolutely terrifying. Because you didn't look very terrified here, and then I'll play the video back. Um, Want to try your story again? uh, Phantom, this one's glowing green. Not orange. Oh, I thought he said this guy was. <laughs> no, he was. He was glowing. No, you're right. He was glowing orange. He is. Wait, I heard oh, green no. then. <laughs> I don't know what. Well, I you have been rolling really low perception scores. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he was. Totally I may not have Mr. brought back nice the right guy. guy. Is colorblind. <laughs> oh no! Oh, I mean that might be the case. What are you talking about? He's green. Oh. We'll, we'll get you another color Anyhow. chart. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, so I'll say that having you having done this in this order, uh, Mr. Orange uh, kind of buttons up. He doesn't want to speak anymore, and he goes, uh, "I I uh, would like to uh, have a discussion with." Attorney, before I talk to you, and um, with that, I'll say that you have the, um, you know, you have the option now to bring in the security forces to arrest Mr. Orange. He will not, however, after much more, you know, attempts to question him, uh, he does not uh, relate any more information to you. So, well, then I figure we hand him over. Okay. So okay. you hand him over. In Bombardier's case, that's literal. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Bombardier, you did it again. And the the, uh, the uh the uh the uh, <laughs> security forces look at Bombardier and give him a a quick nod of approval. It's like, yeah, okay, we're okay with it now. <laughs> yeah. I I just want to say, um. I'm only about two weeks of having come home from Russia, and I can absolutely imagine that is almost exactly how Russian police are. Like, oh, you roughed that guy up? Helping us out? Yeah, okay. Thanks. 100%. Um, Although I also don't think they need any help. <laughs> so you have uh, successfully apprehended Mr. Orange in a nonviolent way. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to do before... Um, you know, uh, in the lab, or... Can can I... Bombardier's just had a realization. 
can I go out and help free that lady that's been stuck in syrup all this time that we just rudely walked past? Absolutely. Uh, roll a d20, and how do you want to do that? Are you using some kind of power, or are you just using strength? Uh, I would just use strength in general, because, I mean, my, my power is to make things explode, and that's not what I want to do here. So I, I approach the lady in the in the syrup and say, look, I, I, I want you to understand that... What I'm doing is just trying to get you out of the syrup. She gives you a I, thumbs up with her one, her one free hand. <laughs> and she goes, okay. Thank you. Okay. I give a thumbs up right back. Uh, no, look, I'm, I'm also really sorry. We shouldn't walk past you. We shouldn't have ignored you. That was rude. I'm really sorry. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm trying. I feel like a, a certain sweet tooth in our party might be able to help no, you that- too. I don't think that would. I think yes, and this is a family-friendly show now, Dame. What we do in our Dungeons and Dragons. I was thinking like what that. we do in our Dungeons and Dragons game. That's completely different. I'll arrange something. I was thinking more like the cartoonish, you know, when you you let like the hungry one loose and they're just like ah rah 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 okay, rah okay. all throughout, um, like super powered eating it away. So, so this is my one good roll of Come the on. day, and it's a twenty. Wonderful. Not natural, but but it's a twenty. That's good enough. You um, you so, and remove. I her I, from I, the, I flick. Uh, I I flick the um the syrup just on her forehead, and it just like shatters and breaks in, into little bits. That works for me. Fantastic. Okay, it shatters and comes free, and she goes, "Oh my god, thank you. This is. I've been. You have no idea how hard it is to be trapped under that stuff. I mean." I mean, maple syrup is great, but, you know, to be completely encased by it is a completely different matter. Don't say that to the little one over there. He'll get ideas. He's already gnawing <laughs> on a, uh, like, a cast of her head. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, I was going to say, like, trying to put it on my head. I, I slap it out of his head. No. <laughs> Aw. Okay. You can take some for later. Okay. Um, so, uh, <laughs> is there anything you want to ask the security guard? Or uh, do, you, do you mean the receptionist lady? Well, she's a security guard. She's she's a professional. Oh, yes. oh okay. She did. Sorry. She I, did. I a, a, she did her job. She was able to, through grit and effort, reach, extend her arm, and um, and press that that alarm button, which summoned the. Uh, security forces to her aid. I would like to. Uh, unfortunately, given the time it is, uh, I will have to go back to work and try to be as professional as this character has shown herself okay. to be. Well, then I will wrap up. That's this, my goal for um, the rest of the day. Well, I'll wrap up this scene for you um, and suggest you. that you communicate with the um, uh, professor, the, uh, the uh, security guard, and she informs you that there is likely some um, files on uh, the professor's computer which will uh, possibly help you um, gain a bit of insight about what the uh, professor has been working on. Um, but she says that he's been very secretive um, so far. Uh, and, um, and of course, uh, everything that he has had been working on she had assumed was in the safe. Okay. And let's 
So we're going to have to get that safe. Yeah. It's okay. wide open. Okay. <laughs> so you can walk right in there. Oh. Or you could actually look. Nobody's looked in the safe yet, so you're more than welcome to do that too. Okay. Well, we'll we'll, we'll have to do that next week. Um, Beebs, where can people buy this game? Uh, you can buy this game on Drive Through RPG, or um, Indie Press Revolution. Both sites sell copies of Power Outage, um, and you can get to either of those locations by um, visiting my website, PowerOutageGame.com. Excellent. Um, Dame, where can people find you online? Oh, I'm sorry, Beebs. People can yes. find you at B-E... Sorry, on, on Twitter at B-E-B-A-R-C-E. Is that, that is correct? correct? Excellent. Dame, I apologize for interrupting. Where, where can people find your wonderful art? <laughs> you can find everything I post and do at Dame Ramasama at Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um... And I retweet uh, every stream and other such ways that I'm a part of. Excellent. Um, and Tyler, where can people find you on, on Twitters and things? Uh, I'm at Ronald Foos on Twitter. And if they want to listen to other shows that I do, uh, go to club.fail. Excellent. And Jacob... You've got a charity thing coming up, don't you? Or has that been and gone? No, that's actually this coming Saturday, so it'll be the day after this podcast comes out. <laughs> so I will 12... try to get it. I will try to get to get it out earlier, if possible. Then, <laughs> so it'll be on noon Saturday. The whatever the Saturday is, the seventeenth for Eastern Standard Time, and it'll go for twelve hours, and we'll be playing different board games. Maybe, depending on how many people show up, maybe we'll have like a Dungeon Dragon session in person with people as well. It kind of Excellent. depends on what's Ooh. happening. But it's going to be 12 hours of people playing games and trying to raise money for a children's hospital. And I will send you a link to the donations page and other stuff at, with a link for the Twitch account when we actually have it set up. Sounds good. Excellent. And everyone else, um, please do join us uh, next week as we continue to play through... Uh, the scenario that Beeps is so lovingly crafted and we're very much enjoying. Um, and also please enjoy our Margrave campaign, um, which is going swimmingly. So everyone, until next time, thank you very much. Thanks. Goodbye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. I'm waving on an audio podcast. <laughs> I had, I'm so used to waving on stream that I had to stop myself. Like, nope. Yeah. Bye, all. All right.